All right, so joining us to help us understand a little bit more about mindfulness, we have Dr. Ashika Pillay, who is a wellness coach and mindfulness teacher, and Dr. Janine Kirby, who is a family practitioner and homeopath, as well as a mindfulness teacher. Both of them are directors at the Institute of Mindfulness South Africa, which is in NISA, and uh, both of them are willing and able to help us understand a little bit more about mindfulness. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us today on 5FM Extra Loud Mornings. Thank you. Thank you. Ashika, maybe you can help us understand what exactly is mindfulness? Sure. So, you know, mindfulness is really about becoming more connected and contactful and in touch with your life so that you can be aware and awake to what's happening in the moment and really see things as they are rather than see things as we uh, think they are. So it's really about becoming aware of our thoughts, sensations and feelings. And it's about cultivating a certain type of attention in a particular way. Uh, one that is open, gentle, curious, fresh and kind. It really helps people to change the way they think and feel about their experiences. And in paying attention in this way, uh, it allows us to become more aware of our thoughts and feelings rather than becoming uh, enmeshed in them. And it was interesting earlier we were talking about the science of mindfulness actually originated or was brought to the West by a professor of medicine who is a professor at the University of Massachusetts and the founder of the Institute for Mindfulness in Massachusetts. And he defines it as uh, the awareness that arises when we pay attention in a particular way on purpose and non-judgmentally. And in fact, he often adds in as if your life depended on it. Uh, because what he says is it actually does. Yeah. So it's interesting as well that the word mindfulness, if you look at the Japanese origin of it, uh, it actually consists of two components. And the one component means presence and the other component means heart. So it's really about the presence of heart. And it's important, as much as it's important, how we pay attention as what we pay attention to. So in effect, it's really about changing our relationship to what's happening to us in the moment. And often our minds are either being pulled to the future into worrying or planning or being yanked into the past, into history and, and memories and reminiscing. And it's really only the present moment that we have available to us to become really contactful to the emotions to expressing joy or whatever it is that we're experiencing mm -hmm. so that's kind of the the definition uh, of mindfulness and it's it's not so much a technique as it is a way of being um, if you think of uh, about us we go to school and we learn a lot about how to think and our minds really are very active and very trained in in thinking uh, what we're not trained in is how to become more aware of our experiences. And mindfulness can be trained in formal sitting meditation or in uh, daily practices like becoming just becoming more aware of uh, when you're eating, when you're moving, or when certain emotions and thoughts are coming up for you. It does sound very sort of Eastern um, sort of eat, pray, love, kind of there with the meditation and and 
uh, it sounds a little, it sounds a little bit like a hippie thing, but uh, I'm right in saying that you're actually a, you're a, you're a qualified doctor, you're a medical doctor, a GP. So is this does this not go against sort of what you are trained or qualified in, or is there a is there an actual sort of Western medicine or medical angle to to mindfulness because it sounds very spiritual from from that definition. With the bringing of mindfulness into the West, and there's been lots of research that's being done uh, in terms of how mindfulness actually impacts us, both from a way of being and well-being, uh, affecting our uh, nervous system, so that we can actually uh, we have actually noticed uh, changes in chronic illnesses like high blood pressure patients with diabetes, chronic pain, cancer patients, as well as noticing structural changes in the brain itself through the practice of mindfulness. So as much as it may sound that way, um, it is really uh, very much uh, being studied in the Western um, scientific communities. And it shows real benefits, uh, both mentally uh, in your body itself, uh, even in well people, lifestyle, chronic disease, etc. I'm not sure if that answers your question. No, it definitely helps. The fact that it is measurable and the fact that you can see a, a change or differences in ailments and illnesses that people have shows that there, it's based on fact as opposed to just something that sounds really nice. And like I said, a little shishi poo-poo, which a lot of people do consider this type of thing mm-hmm. to be. Um, Janine, could you maybe help us with understanding the benefits of mindfulness, especially now during during lockdown or living through a pandemic? Just uh, just stress and, and trauma, I think, are, are words that, that come to mind when we're thinking about what everyone is going through at the moment. And even though you don't think you're going through trauma, um, people aren't acting the way that they normally would. Um, do you think mindfulness is something that can help us during lockdown? And if so, how? Yeah, thanks for the question. I first would just like to reinforce what Ashika said before and what you were saying. And that was that uh, when I first started teaching mindfulness over 10 years ago, it was seen to be something that was a little bit flaky and a little bit left yeah. of center. Yeah. But that actually this practice and this way of being has become quite... Um, you know, it's now in all the medical schools and certainly the way that we are teaching through the Institute of Mindfulness and training facilitators in mindfulness. It's actually university-based with a program that's run um, in conjunction with the Department of Family Medicine at Stellenbosch University. And though alongside this, that there is still this train of thinking that somehow mindfulness is a magical thing to do and if you, you sit quietly and you go into your happy place, everything will disappear. Whereas actually the practice of mindfulness is the opposite of that. It's not actually subtracting yourself away from something which is difficult. It's actually wholly becoming present in that moment. Wow. And that's what the practice is helping us. It's helping us to be in the moment and to recognize this is actually a very difficult moment. Mm. This is a difficult moment. We are all in this difficult moment together. And then to ask the question is like, how do I care for myself within this moment? And so that there's certain ways of being that we could cultivate like certain ways of being um, compassionate and kind and, and towards ourselves, um, both 
remembering that there are, um, are things within this moment for which we can still feel gratefulness and gratitude, as well as remembering that within ourselves we've got strengths and resiliences um, that are within us that we, can, that we can remember that are there so that we can hold the difficulty of the moment. Mm -mm. But it's not saying that it isn't a difficult moment and going into your happy place and walking on the beach. It's actually really coming into the moment, but somehow finding in that moment we can find refuge and strength. So let's say I am somebody who, who wants to now learn mindfulness and I Google mindfulness or how to handle stress and I come across uh, Inisa online and then I come to, to one of you. What actually happens in a, in a consultation or within a, in a session? Because both of you, as I said earlier, qualified doctors, I don't come, I imagine I don't come in and then get some incense and sit down and breathe in and out deeply. <laughs> what, what actually happens? How do I, how do I get treated or uh, experience mindfulness as somebody who's never dealt with the concept or never heard of the concept before, but realizes, okay, this might be something that I need. So I, I guess it, de it depends what you're coming with or what your question is when you sit down. Okay. Um, if I say I'm really stressed out and I feel like I want to punch everyone in the face, that's probably <laughs> a bad thing to go through and probably something that I need some, some help with, but not necessarily, I'm not talking about psychology, like a psychologist, but like I'm stressed out and it's coming out in aggression because a lot of people are being very aggressive on social media and they maybe are not aggressive people, but this is how they're reacting to everything that's going on. So what would be a good, a good way for them to kind of just get through the process or go through the process and just to chill out a little bit? So I think with the practice of mindfulness is the first thing is to, for you to not be so identified with being aggressive but we rather get to that place where you notice that you have these feelings of aggression. And so what we're doing in mindfulness is actually you stopping, you're grounding yourself um, either by paying attention to your feet or your seat, your hands or your breath and really becoming present in your own body and then noticing that you have all of these emotions. So one of the things um, that we say in mindfulness is that we remember that um, much like, like the sky is very wide and blue, but across the sky come the emotions. And across the sky, sometimes there's a light fluffy cloud and sometimes there's a dark storm, but it's moving across the sky. And instead of being the storm or being the cloud, we actually remember that we're the sky. That is so, it's so actually romantic. dropping into that place. I know. <laughs> it's dropping into that place where we become observant of the of the experience rather than identified with it uh, with the experience so instead of saying i am angry it's just saying that i'm having these feelings which are coming up in response to a difficult moment and i'm going to really care for myself in this difficult moment yeah no i just want to add to what janine is saying it's really about creating that awareness and that observer view about changing the way we think and feel about our, our experiences so that we get a bit of distance from it and we can see it. And actually, as we start to notice it, it starts to pass through us. And we're able to then connect back to a more grounded and a more whole place. And we can work from there. I always admire people who are not so emotional. 
They can, things will be happening and it's almost like they are just managing and handling and they're not. And, and I see what you mean when you're not the, you're not the storm. You are the sky or you're observing the sky and the storm is just something that's passing through. That's such a good way to look at it, that this thing is happening, but you don't have to be immersed in it or completely overwhelmed by it. You're not drowning in the emotion, but it's something that is happening and occurring. And you always, you always say like being present, being grateful, all these little things. It's, it kind of makes sense now. It's that you are appreciating what is occurring and wow, I'm sounding very deep right now, but I, it, it kind very of, deep. the penny, the penny <laughs> kind of dropping where you, where I can now understand. Cause I, I feel like I'm a very emotional person. I'm full on emotional and that passionate and, nah, um, but it's, it's exhausting sometimes. And when there is something that's stressful, like, like what's going on now, and you want to help so many people and you feel so hopeless and helpless. Um, it, I think this, this helps to distance yourself from it and to observe it and then to, to help where you can and to know the difference between, I suppose it's drowning you and you just being able to, to take little sips and to manage what you can. Mm. And it's beautiful to be an, a passionate person and to have very strong emotions. And that in itself, it's not a wrong or a right thing to be. It's actually noticing that's who you are, mm. but it also gives you the, the practice helps us to just for a moment, stop, and then choose how we would like to respond to it instead of just that very quick reactivity to it mm -hmm. so that we can just be wiser and more compassionate um, in the way that we are interacting with ourselves and with the world. Uh, would you say that things like um, meditation and, and yoga and deep breathing are, are tools that can help people with mindfulness? So I don't know if we really like the idea of it being a tool. Okay. Um, as Ashika was saying, is, is we, it's, it's rather a practice or a way of being. And obviously the more that you practice and the more that you're present with it, the easier it becomes to be like that. Mm. Um, so there are there practices as to how you're going to choose to be in different situations. And also to realize like there are always going to be those times when we get really angry or really passionate or really reactive and that's okay. But then afterwards we also know that we can stop and we can take a deep breath and then we can choose what we're going to do in the next moment. Mm. So uh, we sometimes use the example that if it's raining, it's raining in the rain and you can just be like really upset about being in the rain or for a moment you can just come under the cover for a while, perhaps under a bridge or next to a shop and shelter and then look at the rain and then saying, I'm going to go out into the rain because it is raining, but how am I going to choose to be out in the rain? And so the practices allow us that time to just stop and to pause. And then we can then choose in what way are we going to go out back into the rain again? And you can ready yourself. You can ready yourself and say, it's raining. I may as well get wet. Let me enjoy the wetness of the rain. Mm -mm. rather than being, oh, it's raining, getting all upset about it because yeah. there's nothing you can do. It's raining, but we can choose how we're going to be in the rain. What would you say for somebody who, who won't be able to have access to any kind of assistance now during, during lockdown and even after lockdown, either because of finances or um, because of where they are located, um, what would you say would be a, a good practice for them to, to utilize now just to help with calming and, and centering themselves and not feeling so overwhelmed. 
that's the beauty of this practice is that you don't need to be uh, going anywhere and you don't even need money or anything. Um, <clears throat> what, what mindfulness helps us do is actually helps us to um, notice our thoughts and use our bodies and our breaths as ways of becoming aware of the habitual patterns that we have. So, for example, um, there's uh, the, just the practice of sitting and noticing your breath. And what we, what we say when we, when we say notice the breath is we say, rather than thinking about the breath, feeling the breath. And the practice of yoga is very similar where we, we use our breath and our bodies to really center ourselves and move out of the mind space and more into the body space. So really, it's about being becoming mindful of our bodies, and that helps us to uh, get some relief, as Janine was saying, from the rain and from the storms and the clouds that are there. So just sitting and taking a few mindful breaths, feeling the breath in your body, um, even one or two minutes can help ease the incessant thinking because our minds are always on the go uh, they are habitual ways they're going at 250 kilometers an hour either into the future or into the past and uh, that is what we call clinging and in and which leads to suffering because it's always moving in some direction and really the breath helps us to land in the present moment and it's an anchor for us to be in the present moment. Um, things like gentle body stretches. In fact, you could take a mindful walk. You could just take a walk outside without your headphones on because everybody these days wants to do that, to have the, the headphones on listening to music. You could, have a, you could make a cup of tea or drink a cup of tea mindfully. Um, so they're very simple practices that are available and you, all you need is your body and your own breath. Uh, to be able to get that spaciousness mm. and that sense of being rather than doing, because our minds are often doing as well. So it's really about um, just taking some time to to be with our bodies and our breath. Uh, Janine, is there anything you'd like to add on to that? Uh, no, I mean, I, I agree completely with the Shikha. And, and that actually it's when we just stop and become present to who we are just noticing the breath moving all the way through your body and out through your body. It's that simple. And I think if, if more people are aware of that, it'll, I think, help more people. You don't realize how much stress stops you from breathing and how little oxygen you're getting to the rest of your body, which causes you to be more stressed out. Such a simple thing, actually, when you think about it. And I think if that's what the lesson that we leave everyone with today, that's, that's not a bad thing at all. Ladies, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. If somebody wants to find out more about mindfulness or they want to get in touch with you, is there a way we can do that? Um, I think the easiest, if you go onto the EMISA website, which is mindfulness.org.za, and um, I would also just like to invite anybody who would like to join us. We have regular online sitting meditations, guided sitting meditations that are run by um, the Institute of Mindfulness and with our teachers from the Institute of Mindfulness that are on Mondays and Thursdays from 8 to half past 8 and on Wednesday evenings from 6 to half past 6. And if anyone would like to find more about 
uh, out more about that is to go onto our website and then to go to the contact us page on the website and our operations officer Lynn Gordon would be able to help people with that. Super. Ladies, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. And um, pleasure. Everyone takes Thanks for having us. I hope everyone takes a nice deep breath <sighs> whenever they're feeling a little overwhelmed and just remember that mindfulness is, is also power. Thank you so much.